Hello, what is up, Goop Gang? I was gonna say Goopy Gang. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I said it. I'm here with another episode, and I have a guest with me, my first guest of the second season. Want to introduce yourself? Hi, I am Pauline. I'm Laurel's sister. <laughs> um, five nine, black. <laughs> And I think I bring a lot to the table, and I'm excited to see where this conversation takes us. And I think you guys are going to have a heck of an episode coming up for you. Okay. Even those Zoom calls are far too long Literally, today. I'm just like, <laughs> and I, my fun fact about me, I was double-jointed until I wasn't. And I think it was just a flexibility thing. Oh, the, the art the thing art you said? That's what I've been sharing in all my Zoom calls. And everyone eats it up. Can you even do it anymore? No. They're just taking your word for it? That's so funny. Getting old is hard, right? (laughs) Is everyone on your Zoom like 45? They're like, yeah. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, you know what I I didn't do? That seems like they're shutting the door on her. She didn't see me. Okay, now we have to start. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, we do. People like I literally can't people like just, edits. People no, it's fine. People like conversations. That's true. That's true. That's true. Go. Let's just give everyone a feel this for is what real. the fans. This is raw. Yeah. Mm, raw, real, unfiltered. Mm, I for, I forgot to close the door, so just let everyone. And that's know what, what happened. happened. And that's your truth. And I'm you gonna stand to in it. You're me. right. And I'm gonna stand in it. Right. And I'm gonna stand in it. For okay. Sure. So. You may be wondering where we learned to talk like this. Right. 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 Okay. And so we're going to bridge that gap. Right. We're going to connect that disconnect. The right. Disconnect. For sure. Um, and we're going to talk about the biggest scam of all, PWIs. <laughs> Round of applause for our primarily white institutions. I went to a, a small, not so prestigious, primarily white institution. Dropped out at the end there, didn't I? Yeah. See you officially. Yeah. Oh, not officially. Like, I'm t- mom and dad, the working story right now is I will go back when all of this is over. See you're not. But it's looking like it's never going to end. See you're not. See you threw away. I did not throw anything Thousands away. of dollars. I, I actually have a friend who's doing the same exact thing. No, really I think about this all the time. You were putting it your was parents a, in the No, over, we're going to get into it in the episode. This shit was ravaging my soul, Pauline. But you like, have to push through your first shift. I actually don't have to push through. I don't have to do Let's much of anything. Let's talk about that. Let's dive in because I think we have very different perspectives on we do. wasting we our do. parents' money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think my perspective Yeah, is, maybe let's talk about the biggest scam being siblings. Right, right, right. Being robbed of that individual experiences because there was somebody else that you were. That was better with. and better than you and like above you. Are you older saying that you was better? I said older. So that's my point. Somebody who was younger, fresher, cooler. <laughs> okay, know. you say I'm husband. I'm saying you're washed up. If you're saying I'm washed up, you're washed up as well because we have two other younger sisters. But in my sphere of influence, I'm your sphere relevant. of influence. Yeah. Let's just get back on topic. <laughs> I don't really want to dive into this right now. Um, okay, so PW. No, I'm gonna finish up my degree, obviously. Because I do still think <laughs> that to cover your. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Obviously, I, obviously, I will be finishing my degree. Um, it's just like I'm in no rush to particularly go back and endeavor to do so. My main thing was that I can't do remote learning. I tried it in high school, and it was very bad. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I. could couldn't carry on. Mm-hmm. I could not keep calm. 
If so, anybody knows what that's a reference to, I wanted to make a TikTok about this actually because it's so specific. But if you know, you know. I think Gulpta. Gulpta. The thing is, you don't even say that. What does she say? She says gotcha. Gotcha. Gulpta. No. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much Gulpta though. <laughs> um, no. So you, on the other hand, have a you went to a slightly bigger. I went to a state school. You know me, Scopops. Um, I was in the Greek system. Oh my God. You should talk about that. No, no, for sure. I really (laughs) threw myself into the white experience. Um, and I tried to forget that I was black for a lot of years of my life. And I think it's catching up for sure. Um, I think it was eye open. Well, no, this is, this is the thing. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, why did you join the Greek system? Like I was aware were of you the experience. Yes, I were was. You, how aware were you, though? This is a thing. On a scale my of one to ten? My whole life, even, like, in high school, like, I knew the people, like, the devil that I was dealing with. <laughs> I just chose. The I devil think it, you it got to a point where I was like, wait, like, I'm over this. Like, I'm done, like, accepting this. But I was fully aware of what I was doing. Yeah, we choose the devils we know. And I chose to go into the Greek know. system I was aware of the circle of people that I was going to be around. It was the same people that I was in in high school. I was like, okay, I did this for 12 years. What's Can I do it for more? four more? And paying for it this time, like for real. Exactly. For real. And literally giving money to do it for four more years. And I think <laughs> looking back, was I robbed of joy for the three years? I mean, it's currently that I'm, <laughs> you know, interacting with these people. Of course. I mean, you don't interact with them the same anymore. It's very, it's very, still choosing the devil that I know. Why? But in doses. Because at the end of the day, I want to party. <laughs> I want to have that, you okay, know, four-year state school experience. And But the four-year state school experience, like, is it worth having if it it's is not. kind of at your expense? It's not. So you're just, like, more of a follow-through kind of person. Like, you started Got to it, see you're it through finish. my boy. Got to see it through my boy. <laughs> You know, and that's the mentality that I have. And I think looking at this photo wall, if you guys were here, I'm looking at years of my life stolen from me for people that literally don't matter. Um, am I These regretting These are like it? literally your memories. You know what, though? Let's get into that. Because when I look back, so I have spent now, this is my fifth year in living in my college town. I don't even know. I feel like at this point everyone knows, but I'm not even going to say it. Just let them. No, let them what? Figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Find me if you can. I'm moving anyways. So this is my fifth year in my town. And when I look back, I'm like, I could have been somewhere else completely. For sure. I literally could have never been here. Because I, with 2020, you know, uh, and the season one of the podcast really covers. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the panel for my internship. (laughs) There was like the two black people on the panel, and the lady who was asking the questions was white, and she was like, <laughs> she's like with George Floyd being murdered, um, and asked the two black people like how like if the way she segued into that was so Clunky. awkward. I don't know how to do it. So awkward, and I was I, like, I made a face like a visual reaction. I don't even know if she could see me. There's like five people on the call. But I was just like, that was icky. So that's just funny with the 2020 the yeah. past year. It was hard for all of us. Yeah. I mean, with these times, you know, these, right. these uncertain and trying times right. we're in. Uh, anyway, so I 
there was a mass exodus in my life of people. And looking back, like, am I glad they're gone? Absolutely, yes. But you know what would have saved me the trouble? If mom and dad had never moved here in the first place. I don't even know why they first did Portland and then here. Let's 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 unpack that though. Because that is literally like the I honestly think them moving here and bringing us here put me on the pipeline straight to a PWI, straight to this moment right here. No, for sure. I'm talking and about it. And it did, but from their perspective, were they aware of what they're setting us up for? No. no. And that did they want the best for us? Of course. And I, that's why I don't blame them. I blame this place that we're in. Right. I blame the system. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about college. Anyways, yeah. So I have no college friends except for like maybe three college friends. So that was why I have three college friends. I used to have though like, I don't know, I'd say like 15, 20. Um, but honestly, like it was, a, it's hard to go to a school with white people, mostly white people, especially because my major was anthropology. So they didn't really know much up until the three, four hundred level. So even at the, that's also why I got a little peeved and had to like stop. Cause like, okay, I'm learning in a 400 level what racism is. Okay, we're learning that you can't compare the experience of being Irish and going back to Ireland for a year abroad to being indigenous in America. We're learning that and this is the senior year of an anthropology degree. And these people are trying to go save the world. Is That was their plan. Actually, the guys tended to want to go study cultures around the world. And the girlies, they were like, oh, yeah, I just want to be like a social worker. And I was like, please never set foot near a marginalized person ever in your damn life. I know someone who wants to go help at the border, which is really strange. Not because she wants to help, but only because to want to go help at the border implies that like the border crisis is gonna have to go on forever. Cause like that's her only plan for her life. Like there's no idea of like maybe a solution of maybe like a dismantling. It's more like her whole job is predicated on the fact that like- People are struggling. People are struggling at the border and she can come save them right. one by one. Just white womaning, and then mm, I won't pull too much tea. I'm gonna keep that to myself. But yeah, there's, and they do a lot of other whack things like appropriate culture all the time. Don't listen to people. Call, I, the reason we don't talk anymore is because like you know she couldn't handle the fact that I was like maybe you're being a little bit racist to me and other people of color. I'm not the only one saying that. Here we are. So that's PWI vibes for sure. For me. So let me just give you guys a little bit of like my journey. I okay. First of all, when I okay. First of all, like okay. <laughs> let me just back the you plot back up. up like three. Times. No, let me just break something down. The whole structure of the Greek system is literally a piece of crap. Like whatever. I don't even want to get into it. It's like <laughs> stupid. Anyway, I think. No, wait, tell us more. I want to hear more about the No, it's literally stupid. It's just, like, dumb. It's just, like, we want white people. Mm, it's racist. We want white people. That- like, I don't know how else to say <laughs> I did read, like, a Google Doc from a random strat somewhere else where they had, like, these meetings where it was, like, pretty becoming obvious 
like to one of the girls i was like the oh. inner workings of recruitment yeah when you see the inner workings of recruitment tell us spill the way they will tear you down the way the bro recruitment is the most like every way in which people are systematically oppressed shows up during recruitment. <laughs> wow. They instill all of those like systems of oppression. And <laughs> it's the funniest thing to watch as an outsider. I never did recruitment because I dropped my sorority after one year. Funnily enough, the house mom was actually a raging racist and went out of her way to make my experience and many other girls in the house of color their experience is really negative and my sorority tried to this is what happened though and this is what you see a lot of people like if they have like somebody that they know who's marginalized or like are in some way marginalized i think that they understand everything we were arguably one of the most diverse houses in my greek system how many girls saying that there were two three black girls in our sorority how many one dark skin black girl being me <laughs> being me bro like and you're like not even that dark i know like you're not even that dark i'm realizing i that. guess to white people I'm it's like nice skin like but um so they like when i would explain the things that i was that were happening wait to really me, quickly before you go on how many people were in the sorority Oh my god, I don't even know. Like, there's like 50 girls per PC, like 40 to 50. So, about like 200 and PCs, yeah. And there's I would three. Say like 180 to 200. So, three black people. Yeah. Arguably most diverse? Yeah. Just because we had a lot of Asian people. But that's the thing, too. Like, I'm just like, you have one other group of people, and to them, it's like, we did it. Because <laughs> like, we're not all white. Interesting. Interesting. And, um, uh, yeah, I would bring up my experiences and they would kind of discredit that as many white people do because we were progressive in comparison to other houses, yet we weren't actually progressive. You know what I mean? Get into it. Right. With that vibe of like why do white people okay so also my campus the school that i go to we really pride ourselves on like being in can i say yeah like being in a liberal city and like (laughs) you guys probably already heard me but being in a liberal city but also i mean we can we can talk about how liberal where we live is actually and the type of liberals that we have let's get into who it's it's a breed it is a breed and actually where i went to school was worse i honestly don't know what yeah the fuck no. i was on when i chose to go where My i went going there oh. and i told her i said you're gonna love the nature you're gonna love the outdoors and you're gonna hate literally everything else about it and, and the problem is the nature and outdoors are overrun by the kinds of people who come to be around only white people and be technically not racist because they've never said a slur. It's giving, it's it's very much like a revival of Portland. Ew. Or like Oregon where they're like, we're not racist. There's just like no blacks allowed. Um, 
because like a little fun fact about the history of the place I went to school. Honestly, excuse me, I, I will a couple times. Not gonna apologize for my bodily function. So no, be who you I'm being authentically me. Yes, um, the leader of a clan chapter had the key to the city I live in currently, up until like the late 60s, maybe early 70s. Um, the city was founded, the city quote-unquote, because there was definitely people living there before, that we've taken the names, like Sea Home, all that. Well, okay. Cats out of the bag. <laughs> but, like, I went up. No, like, <laughs> name our places, like, buildings and stuff like that. But, I mean, a f- an ex-Confederate, George Pickett, is the founder of the quote-unquote city. The first person to, like, the first colonizer to set foot there and be like, I'm gonna live here. You shouldn't use the word colonizer because it's really divisive. I literally don't get blah, blah. Um, And then there is also the fact that the main building, the first building of campus is not, it's like stolen land, but they didn't even pretend to try to do the like show of like getting a treaty. They just built it there. Um, So definitely haunted. But that's the kind of person that comes here and is like, Oh my gosh. They have those signs in their yard where it's like, in this house, we respect the blacks. We We respect all religions. Don't come near us. Love is love. Stay off our lawns. Um, That's the kind of people here. And then when they talk about, they're like, George, oh, such a bum. Those riots, though, that's their energy, right? Where they're like, but couldn't it be like peaceful or like is this really necessary i did have a white man in that town tell me um that i just hurt their feelings at uh and that they checked out of the movement they didn't tell me this but i heard that they heard from a reference post that they checked out of the movement after i said i wasn't going to keep caring for a racist they just kind of checked out of the whole black lives matter movement as they should Actually, you're right. And then I had to take a step back and look within myself and be like, am I hurting the cause? Am I the problem? Mm-hmm. Could my tone have been... Absolutely. And I'm working on that every day to be a kinder, more accepting person. Right. But this is like the state of Washington for you. A literal farce. <laughs> a literal farce. Yeah. It's trash. And honestly, I mean, this experience <laughs> didn't start in college Mm-mm. i mean i could do a whole other podcast and i have been on podcasts to speak about my experience in primary and secondary education because that was that was medicine that was were I we mean, the only black kids no. in elementary school no who there were a couple more but they weren't ever oh in my grade God. where dude where that was later, so, though. Dude, no two more. I was the only black kid in my class. I always hear people tell their stories, and they're like, "Oh, I was the only black in my class," and I always just like never checked in that I was the only black. Kid no, in my and class. it had devastating effects because we went down two very different paths of like white brainwash for a sec. I definitely like. I, I want to say that I was brainwashed. I want to say that I fell into the trap. But you I, were supporting like racists, right? They were your friends, the devils you knew. Eh. This is thing. It's a survival tactic. And I, and this, it is. It is. And we survived the I, I did never, theater. I was doing theater. That's I, where I, I fell in. I never sit here and say that I've been a perfect activist. 
I think you look back just a couple years and I was running in the same circles as the people that yelled racial slurs in my face, screamed them every single day. There wasn't a day that I didn't hear the N-word. Oh. There wasn't a single day that I did not hear the N-word. I would say at least five times. Oh, my. At least five times. Okay. See, there. And the five times happened at lunch. <laughs> it was oh, all in the 30 minute in period. The 30 minute period that was supposed to be our break. I was just being brainwashed with racial slurs. It's like not even funny, it, but it is. But it we is joke, so, right? we joke because the thing is, like, how else do you recover from that experience? <laughs> do Cry? What am I going to do? Die? <laughs> you know? Um, no, and, and I miss the rage. I miss that rage. I. But the thing is, that rage wasn't going, like, where it had to go. It was going directly into me again. Right. I was looking I was looking back at pictures from, like, the last couple of years. I was looking sickly with those people. And I was recently thinking, how creepy is it that I was rolling up to places, like, eight white people deep? Creepy. But, no, I was looking sick. I was looking really sick. I think that they don't realize... they. It does take a toll. They, there is a sole price that is paid. I've thankfully recovered most of it but there's a small part that's never coming back i think i want to add it's like a horcrux almost the thing that was most painful was the lack of unity which is on the part of the administration and the schools for making sure that black kids and other kids of color don't come together yeah and don't see themselves in the school or in the district and they would like watch us a right lot. oh let's talk let's, let's talk about being policed let's talk about being called into Dude, the office, why was there a cop at the school class Let's talk about getting SROs off campus. I'm doing work in the school right now to get SROs off campus. Are you kidding me? Let's get SROs off campus. But, I mean, what was most upsetting was the way, and I mean, if we want to talk black men, let's talk black men. Let's talk it. Let's talk the bottom of the totem pole. The weakest links. Let's talk about the weakest link. But here's the thing, though. I will say this. They are the weakest links. Right. Not all. Most. But I also recognize that, like, because I know a lot of... This is the thing I've taken away from going to PWI as well, and it ties into, like, black men. Like, this blackness as a whole and, like, really white spaces, it's like, first of all, white people are victims of being white. Like, honestly, I've never met people more, like, detached from, like, their own bodily experiences. Like, they can dance. Which I do think there's something there. They clap off beat. Oh, I just saw, I went to a live event recently. I didn't go to it. I went to get a drink with my roommates and they were listening to music clapping off beat. It's like, come on. You can't catch the beat of like freaking that Katy Perry song, what, Trash Bag? What is that? Firework. Plastic bag. Yeah, firework. And then, but the thing is like, I see them and I'm like, okay, so to become like you, we have to like shut down. You literally have to shut down, like, everything that, like, makes the human experience great. Feeling the rhythm of life. Being fun. Trying. Because they're all wearing, at least where I go, like, Patagonia. It's, like, the ugliest, ugliest outdoor stuff just to prove that they're, like, connected with nature because they go and exploit it all the time. And through the pandemic, they never stop traveling. Because, like, climbing and nature is, like, the only thing that brings them peace and joy. But, like, when you see that, like, 
and I think especially being black, it's like so not normal to do that when you're and when you bring that back into black spaces or you try to interact with black people, especially black women and black trans women, it starts to look very weird. That's why black men, like I would say they're the weakest link. Well, they are the weakest links. But the weakest, weakest links are honestly going to be white people always and forever. Like, white, oh, white sure. men and are, like, the I, biggest I, When victims. I said that statement, I was already, like... Under, understanding that. Like, I thought yeah. there was, like, the general understanding that, like, white I people... I don't know, are, man. Like, it's maybe like, my the, my audience, I feel like, might be, like, lar- largely white at, at this point in time. We're working on that, though. Really? Well, I started the podcast back there to talk about, like, things that were happening in town and, like, to bring to into a social awareness that black people are, like, real people, too. And I, and I want to say this because I have to cater... You don't actually you know, don't have to. Well, I just feel like, you know, just to be PC. Yeah. I'm not tearing anybody down. We're not being divisive. I'm not trying to make you feel ah, chill. Like, chill. No, I'm taking all that back. Like, <laughs> I'm taking like, all that back. I, because if this feels divisive, like, you're you, the problem. Yeah. And you have work to do. And this you, is the thing. Have These are do. the people that I was around. If I wanted to have a candid conversation, and talk about my experience. It was like they don't have the. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're so aggressive. You're so bad. I was literally villainized, literally villainized by people in my circles. I was made to be the monster. Me and the other two, what? other black girls, like they were narcissistic. In my friend group, were made to be the villains in every situation. We were the ones that had to come and apologize and like own up to like situations that we were not in the wrong of at all and i think i i just get so tired i'm at a place in my life where i'm just done like i if you're stupid you're dumb and i actually don't care like i'm not gonna sit here and explain something to you explain to you why you're ignorant and stupid like i'm just not gonna put up with you like same and it's, it's just not i don't care at least don't the ultimate peace honestly i'm so at peace and i was having reflections today i was talking to my best friend and um if you're listening to this i love you um and i was just saying i just feel this like shift in my personal life as i am releasing so many people and patterns and habits of Mm -hmm. this past version of myself i am entering my Right. No, same. That's I the am thing. Entering my That's prime. the like, thing. Y'all haven't seen nothing. Like nothing. what I was able to produce in a state of pure torment. What is it called? Like no, it's uh, like it's like literally dual conscious. Like you, yeah. I was I was talking to mom and dad about dad about this earlier. I was like, the thing that has to be understood is that like, not even dual, triple conscious. Because there's mom and dad who like don't know like they didn't grow up here so for them it's like oh well it's just a little bit of racism but just ignore it and i'm like right 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 so i experienced that though like from the jump but then there's also like white people who need you to be like something like funny or whatever or like, they don't even need you to be funny it's just like i think it's a defense mechanism for them like they have to be like black people are funny because if we're not funny like we're saying things that are really getting to the the root of their problems like i think the thing for me is like I am actually kind of grateful that I am black. I love that I'm black. I love being black. For sure. I think being black is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I think that it's, e- I feel like it's easier for me and it will be easier for me to like recover than it will for white people. Cause it's like, th- 
denial like that like, to live in a pure state of delusion like they never had the original source delusions. in their head delusions. like delusion pure delu- like their your physical reality is not matching the mental mess that is moving you through space and yet people justify it all the time and they'll make it seem normal and i'm like there's nothing normal about the way these people move through space specifically in like liberal quote-unquote like areas or places where it's like oh my god we're like so advanced we're so modern blah 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 the south it's like uh i would almost rather i would rather be there exactly the devil people, you know people are straight up people are straight up like i people don't like here what i don't like i can't see oh <laughs> like they're Love just that song they're just so honest and upfront like they're not gonna hide and i can move freely no here it's covert like they it's another layer of like they think they're good because they let you be near them like and for them that's it that's the end of racism we're post-racial i thought we were post-racial when i was 12 i was like i yelled at mom i was like don't talk about racism ever again you did i well because she was talking See, about I it i was never that sunken no i was Polly. you have to understand too like one of my first experiences I can remember with white people was a group of like these white kids back at the apartments when we like when we first moved here. When I was the, the hand thing. Yeah, they spit on the ground and forced my hand into it. A group of white boys who were like what, fourteen, fifteen? I was maybe five. They called me over like, oh, we want to show you something. And then, and that is like one of my first. This is like a core memory. I remember that. It, and I don't really know how I reacted to that. I think I blocked out the aftermath. I remember the. Did well, your the, hand actually go into it? Yeah, I don't remember that part. Yeah, I remember the aftermath, um, because the aftermath is my life that led me to a primarily white institution institution for college. I should have gone to HBCU, but I've also heard that it's not that much better. There's just nowhere to go. And it, it, HBCUs, it's, though, I think are better because you're around black people. Right, but also they have their own set of issues. I know, but it's, but it's black people. Right. Right, and at the I end of the day, I'd rather have, like, people. yeah, I'd rather have problems with black people than problems with white people. Cause at least but I hate being disappointed by black people because I, I just being disappointed by white people I don't care I'm used to it I'm expecting it I'm expecting you to fail me in I, some it's way it's easier for me to be disappointed by black people because I do believe that it's, uh, it's unsustainable though to be black in a way that caters to whiteness for too long like I just feel like there is a breaking point and it does end I'm waiting for a lot of people to break and I'm waiting for them to hit bang my line like, I'm so sorry you were so right I was living in a state of delusion yeah I'm not really counting on that though I'm not really counting on that from people, but I, I don't know. I know it's like above me now too, right? So I know like it's it's up to spirits, up to ancestors to really like rectify a situation. And, I, and I've been watching from a distance. Like when I get updates about people I've cut off for like being racist, it's like they're kind of in shambles. And the funniest thing is that they're like, no, I'm like they think they're thriving. They're, they think that they're thriving. And I'm like, you're thriving under white supremacy and capitalism. If I took those systems away tonight and you woke up, you would not know what to do. I'd and you would never it. know what to do. I dream for the... I wish I could just social experiment. Zap them into my mind, 30 minutes. No, let's do two because I know... That's what I, I said. know they could There's not. There's so they many could times I would hang. spend a day in my life. They couldn't. My li- I'm they fighting can't. for my life. <laughs> I'm fighting every like, day. Literally, there's so many people who are like, I'm mentally tough. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't know. You're coddled. There's people who have gotten like a glimpse. Like I have this presentation from a business communications class. I'm also a business maker, which is like a whole nother. We can talk about that. Yeah, you um, are being black in that space, making a better world. I'm building a better work. 
<laughs> oh my god. What? Who? I don't know anything about business. Okay. Um. Um. You're being. Oh yeah. So there was multiple screens. Like, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> like, I, I don't even. I, I get, I get this, this feeling in the chest when I talk about this, and it's like <laughs> astroma. I watched this video of this. Um, white gay man talking about his experience, and he was like, "I just feel like I was robbed." And I was yes, like, robbed. I I understand. No, like I get, and I got. I watched, and I was like, "I get that. I yes. do get it." So can I say something kind of savage? Yeah, be a savage. I mean, it's not even savage. It's, I'm at a place in my life where I'm like, just like, don't care. I don't care. I was like, aww swipe like i'm sorry because my brain immediately goes to like think about people who are black and gay think about black trans women like i immediately go i'm like i don't care i don't care Mm -hmm. not that i don't care because i care and it made my heart hurt i was like i'm so sorry because i relate to that so deeply i was robbed but the thing is like they would never be able to relate back to you and that's why i get angry and i I don't care because they don't think that deeply to them it ends there no literally literally i'm like no 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 it goes so much further and you can't even the fact that you can't even that's not where your brain immediately goes when i think of any issue i go to the most marginalized person always 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 but also it's like you also have to do like the work like for me like I did the work to understand the black trans experience, especially the experience of black trans women. I did the work to understand that, to know that like, I may be like in the trenches, but there are people who are in the trenches. Black trans disabled people. Right, I was gonna go there. Making, like learning about that experience in America to understand, to better build, to craft a narrative, like the truth of like what's actually happening. And so that I also don't walk around thinking like, no, 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 I'm a black woman. Like I literally can't be like, there's no one else that is more oppressed than me. It's like maybe not centering my pain because like the thing is too, that I don't think white people understand largely is that your pain though is caused by a system and that system harms other people a lot there are a lot of people that are getting harmed and so you can reconcile with that but then also understand the privileges like i have privileges right and i know that so why can't you why can't you and that's what pisses me off and that's what i just don't have the patience for anymore like i can't sit here and sympathize with you because you don't you don't really fully understand. Mm-hmm. You understand. And they, it's and they like don't the iceberg, want to. The iceberg analogy. I they get that 10% that's seen over water. They don't look under the water. Well, you if they look under the look water, under they the would water. realize that, like, hmm. They're at the top of the iceberg. They're actually surviving. They're not drowning. Exactly. This is a great there are some analogy. people who, like, this are under pressure analogy. in the dark. And there's a lot of people who are in just the dark. Like, we are just now coming to a place where people are, like, kind of okay with like white gay people like Literally. white cis gay people like that, we're just now getting there it's like uh we have a long ways to go yeah we have a long and ways to go and, 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 no. that... and it's like 
at this point, if you think we're done, you are about to get cold. Okay, when the time comes, things are going to change and I'm not waiting. I'm not explaining. That's another thing too. Once I stopped explaining things, I realized that a lot of the people around me didn't know anything. They don't know jack shit. Their brains are so small, low key. High and key. so, yeah, high, they're not emotionally aware. Like wow. they can't deal with their own emotions. They get stressed out. It's on you. Like Karen's. Sometimes to relax, I watch Karen meltdown videos. Love it. Because there's something about like the way their eyes change, the way that like, their whole demeanor, it becomes genuinely animalistic. That I've been starting to track like the stereotypes about blackness. And I'm starting to f- see how it all comes back to the original sin. And that is the colonizer. Like they were eating bitches, kicking babies for fun. Like, I cannot imagine. I'm going to have sleep paralysis too. I cannot imagine moving through space like that, knowing your grandpappy, probably your mom when she was young, threw a baby. Your mom, your peepaw. Threw a baby and ate it. And then you're like, I think we're done now. I think we're done now. I think we've changed now. It's like you are barely breaking even, okay, on what it means to be just a decent human being to other people it's literally sick it's it's so sick and and they say the most out-of-pocket things in the in the under the guise of learning today i um got coffee and um the girl was like love the hair and i was like thank you she's like actually went to kenya whoa whoa <laughs> and i, I got cornrows what and i love the experience what not even kidding 8 a.m Eight AM. How do you wake up ready to be racist? Ninety one degrees. Eight AM. Like this girl did not know she was gonna see you that morning, and yet her mind quick. I think also I they they don't realize like when you can't relate to a black person on anything other than their blackness, you don't think they're real people because you could just say like it's hot, huh? Talk about the heat. Talk about the drink. Talk about how much you hate working. Kenya. Kenya. We're not even from Kenya. Literally. Kenya. I went to Kenya. Did you know I was in Kenya? No, I don't care. Why were you in Kenya? They everything was serving. No, you were colonizing. She was serving. You were colonizing. Serving what? Colonization? The big man upstairs. Oh my god. It was a great call. This makes me think of I love um, on the right side of the bed. It makes me (laughs) It makes me think of um the way white people like pronounce the names of places like accurately or whatever. Do you remember in church with Pastor Rob and they'd be like, oh, we're going to Chile. And then they would be like, to colonize blah, 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 in Chile. And Chile. that's how he would say it. Bro, let's talk about our experience in the churches. Oh my God. I remember when I was like almost a whole ass Jehovah's Witness. I'm telling you, I no, was looking I for was. guidance. I no, no, I said that. I was a Oh, okay. No, but I realized like in retrospect, I was just looking for a reason any of this was happening to me. Yeah. Um, but I kept asking about heaven because it sounded really boring. I remember, I think she's probably really annoyed that we kept bringing it back to like, well, because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any, I mean, always like, okay, let's circle back to the first question we ever had. What? Was here before Jod. Like if there was Jod. Who was here before Jod? And, and I, I know, like, well, I know, it like, it's like, ah, Jod has always been. Well, if like, we flip to Genesis 1-1, mm-hmm. if we refer to Genesis it says, 1-1. And then there was light. So and, that's and kind of what And then there it, was light. So to answer your question, and then there was light. And I would actually read Revelations. And it says, and then there was no more light. 
And so I think that's kind of really summing up what you just brought up. Right. I think it's answering your question. I've really been like unironically doing that. And it's, no, like, me so too. Funny. Me too. And I think to circle back. You're just swallowing. No, you know what I started doing actually is when I talk to people now, the tone I take on is so condescending. Like I don't it's mean just to. It's funny. fun. It's fun. But I wanted something to happen. I was like, okay, so maybe in the future, no, to bro. avoid these conflicts, let's communicate, right? So I've told you very clearly that when you do that, it pisses me off. I don't so even mean to. I was gonna but react. it's like, right, how right. am I supposed to effectively communicate in a caring way? Like my and just my tone has been overtaken by just like corporate white woman speak. Bro, that's literally my way. What? And I'm excited to thrive in it because I've been practicing for 21 years. You don't think it's going to suck the literal life Bro, out of you? I think getting paid $30 an hour really makes oh. up for it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. First paycheck coming is Friday. So I will sell my soul to the devil. I literally don't care. Wow. I don't want the podcast. I would like the record to reflect that that is not my ideology. My personal. This is like, this is the energy they have. They have to make a statement actually before our presentation. We want to reflect that our views do not align with the values of the company. That what we share here is not the values of the company. And we'll talk about diversity. Oh, what? They did. They said that? Colleen. <laughs> That's literally insidious. Do they realize that, like, even what they're saying when they say that? We want to reflect. We want to let you know that um, what we're gonna what we're gonna speak on does not reflect the values of the company. That being said, why do you care black about black people? <laughs> BLM does not reflect the values of the company. <laughs> and there'll be something like when you exploit the global south, and then there's no disclaimer. But like we've actually stretched to so many countries. It's 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 being part of the problem is really confusing, <laughs> and I think it's something we have to grab with for the next couple of years. But what my my you goal just is, stop. I, I, and, and, and I should stop. stop. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get that bag, get out, right? Get that, that bag. bag comes with a price, and yeah, bag, once you start hour. chasing like that bag, it's never enough. No, I was talking to a partner, and she was like, "I make money," and that was like the sentiment of her entire presentation. That was it. That's all it was. These people but are she so. Was, she was amazing. Was she? She was amazing. Can she be? She works at a company that doesn't reflect the values that you matter, and she's partnering. She is the company. Oh, but she stands. BLM. Oh my god, that's so it's, great. It's conflicting. It's, it goes against a lot of what I believe in, and I think the work that I've done this past year. But at the end of the day, I'm carving out a path. I'm kind of a very much like fight the system in the system. Oh my god, <laughs> that doesn't work. You know that, right? I know it doesn't work, and I know that probably listening to me talk, being very educated. <laughs> very aware socially and then learning about what I do you gotta do what you gotta do to survive honestly but I've been in survival mode since day one am I trying to survive still to this day of course will I keep trying to survive yes that's the thing too because if we flop like the community would not come together for us exactly like if if we flop we flop right um which is keeps me up at night yeah honestly especially with me uh no degree (laughs) no money no family 16 in the middle of Miami Iggy Zalea said that. Her. Favorite black artist. Can I talk about people saying purr? Can we talk about purr? Okay, purr. Okay, purr. No, purr. No, wait, totally purr. Like, literally, I purr. Literally, I purr. Literally, I purr. Wow. I I am a purr. 
You're a purr? I'm a purr. I got something that was like just um so purr. I, when I got here, like the time I got here early, I was like, this is so purr. The sunset was purr. The sunset yeah. was purr. I, the fact that it's getting cooler right now, it's like just purr. Literally, 109 degrees, not purr. Mm, dummy lit, right? It's du- it was dummy lit today. So hot, dummy lit. It was fine today. Where's the bottle opener for this cap? <laughs> Heard that one today. You know when they laugh, I'm like... <laughs> You heard that one today? Yeah, TikTok. With the bottle. Oh, Where's you know what I love? I love the people that like, aren't black. This is like white people, palm colored folks. Can I'm not gonna a get a little fun activity at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say one. Completely how it goes. I want to say one thing real quick. For sure. I was like, when the palm colored and non-blacks will come online to say something, and then they'll be like, it'd be real funny how. Black people talk about it and it's be purr and silence for us. I'm like, wow, you are missing the whole plot. I don't even know what I just said, but that's kind of what it feels like to read it. Yeah. And like, even I don't use AAVE like very often. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I can acknowledge that I may have picked up on it because I've been hanging out with more black people and like made an effort to immerse myself been in like- hanging out. Is that not correct? Been hanging out. But mom also talks like, like mom and dad That's also talk saying. like Even that. Even how we speak like in French. Yeah. Uses the same grammatical format. That's true. That's that true. AAV and like mom and mom and dad. Wow. Okay. That's. But like. Even though I've done all that and I've been like doing my best and like made an effort to like immerse myself in black content when I did not have like black people around me physically. Uh, I still can acknowledge and understand that, like, there are intricacies I won't know. Because I, I wasn't around. Like, and this idea that just because it's happening in America is kind of like a free-for-all. It's like, you're literally sick in the head. And I think that's the thing, too. Like, white people are, have been robbed of the ability to just have their own thing because right. it's all wrapped up in whiteness. Yeah, It's all wrapped up in whiteness. And they get so confused and they're like, like, when, all, when everyone in the class is like, I'm a quarter English, quarter French... Maybe it's I'm like, a oh, I'm, a I'm like a mutt of what? It's just like more Literally white people. Yourself as a dog. I know. And the worst thing is too, let's talk about dogs real quick at the end here. Okay. And the worst thing too about that is the fact that, yeah, all you're saying to me now is that your family probably didn't have like that strong of a cultural identity that there was like enough to be like oh we can't like culturally relate so maybe i want to like i'm gonna stick with my girls so we can keep doing our thing right right because then you could just be like how can all white people just like get along like that with everyone each other i guess they all came here and like were forced to assimilate but they weren't forced to they, they could make a choice they could have been like we don't want to be white like that and stayed irish but like no they were like fuck it i want to be white i want to be white so bad and now it's like I'm ginger. I must be Irish. And then they find out they're like ninety nine percent Scandinavian, and then like one percent from like Kenya, and it's like I'm game over. I don't get why they get so excited to find out they have like black blood. It's very weird. Cause they're oppressed. Don't you get it? Yeah. True. I want to talk about how I can distinguish. It's just. <sighs> I. <laughs> There was a speaker on the call who owns an agave farm. A white? 
No. Oh, okay, good. No, and I just, in the picture, literally looked like the farm that Kendall Jenner, like, wrote through on her eyes. Oh, my like, God. This is so funny. And I learned the difference between tequila and mezcal. I had mezcal with one of my um, Mexican friends because it's, it's just, the, depending on where the agave It's like the champagne grows, thing, right? It's the champagne thing. Mm, okay. Um, It's called something completely different. But isn't mez- doesn't mezcal also have, like, a different flavor? Yeah, it's sweeter. It's yeah, I Bro, do not like mezcal. Also, I learned they're not supposed to take shots of that. Her mom was handing it out like it was water. Yeah, I love when people do that. I love when people like have their own we stuff that like, they know deep down they shouldn't be giving people that much, but then they'll just do it to get people. No, she was because she wanted us to try it. Like it was like this little bottle, and my friend brought it from Mexico, and she was oh, like, "That's awesome to drink it." It was it was amazing. How many people of color in my life? Like they were dancing, like we were joy. Up, we were up like late. It was a celebration of life, like because somebody had passed away. And we were just like drunk, and everybody was dancing. Like it was honestly like an amazing experience. Yeah, it's about the white. I was like funeral. this is like family. Like this is like culture. And I was I felt really sad because I feel like I've been kind of detaching, not detaching intentionally, but I've, you know, I'm distant from my culture. Mm-hmm. And she can speak her language fluently. Like she's like in it, in it, in it. And I was like, I want that. Yeah, it's hard to be like in it, in it. In it. Like there's like no one around. Yeah. I feel like we, we did get lucky. To. I feel like, but isn't everyone like got snatched up by like capitalism and like moved everywhere? Literally, I used to have money thrown on me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, there's like some problems though within the community. Right, I think that's sure. like why we left for sure because it was getting a little became, bit like, well, it was just getting a little like, um, but I do feel lucky that I got to experience that. Just so that on some level, I always knew that this shit wasn't right. These boring, dry, white people Christmas parties I would go to were not right. They talk quietly. There's no music. Nothing's happening. No one's dancing. They, they, just, like, they just walk around and like drink wine and then they go home and they're like, oh, what time? 2 p. It's getting late. We got to get to bed. We have a long drive. Oh my, I tell the weather. Let's get that lawnmower out together. There's more lawn at the same time tomorrow, okay? Let's let's catch up brunch. Brunch? brunch? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I no. wish this was like a video cast. I know, but I the thing is, so like behind the voices. But the thing is, yeah, I do feel, I do feel bad for white people, like in a spiritual sense. Materially, no, I don't care. I really couldn't care less. But I know, like when I die, I'm going better places. When they die, I can't be too sure what's gonna happen. Um, but it doesn't feel like there'll be like a rested soul, and then their kids will have to have them as ancestors, and that just seems pretty awful. Like this denial is deep. It, it, it comes from, like, the original, original sins they committed way back before they even had the idea to colonize. They were brutalizing each other over there, make, doing surf shit, peasants, like, start burning cities. Like, no, it's it's weird. I always wonder, like, what happened back there that got you to move and then do this. Because, like, it's, this looks like a trauma response. They were bullied. Everything about this is a trauma response. And now the earth is so traumatized by your bullshit that it's hot now. It's literally burning us off this planet. Yeah. Well, most of you guys. I wonder if they went into the sun today. Could they even? Or is it like gonna burn like their skin? Maybe they have that SPF seventy. You know what I'm talking about? I don't even know if there's gonna be SPF SPF strong enough to start protecting against these effects. But I think we got that SPF for sure. We got that SPF. I've never been sunburned in my life. Yeah, I want to touch on dogs real quick. Right. Circle back. I'm gonna circle back. Why do they want the dogs everywhere? Eh. 
free. I'm getting sick of white people and their dogs. Like, I don't mind dogs, but I also recognize at the end of the day, it is an animal. I hate people owning pets. I hate people I, owning I don't horses. even think it's ethical. And they're not even good at it, too, because, like, people that I love, I'm a big pet person. Why were you walking your dog in big heat when they can't walk on it? Forcing them on these heights because you're adventuring together. When your dog clearly is struggling, props. Everything's a prop. And, like, I think the only reason why people like dogs so much, like pets, is because pets can't tell them when they're being mistreated. For sure. And so they, just, sure. they can live in this fantasy of like, I'm so understanding and caring of these things like, like that can't talk to me. I'm like, amazing. I literally am understanding of pets. No, Let's literally. People of color are great pet owners. The connection that I have with Pete. Yeah. The connection that I had with that dog. Yeah. It was a mind, body, soul connection. I had somebody in a bar class talking about the mind, body, soul connection. Mm. At like, your I'm bar fitness, in, your bar Pilates. living in every day. Ballet Pilates, Pilates class. class. <laughs> oh my God. But I, I genuinely have a connection with dogs. I know when they're hungry. I know when they're not in the mood. Do they think? don't want to be touched. That's the thing too, like petting them play. all the time. Yeah, it's like, mm, it's I just like super strange. Just like, people like, who my like, dog likes to be high. I'm like, no, it oh, doesn't. Or like the way white people like manhandle their pets and they're like, yeah. it's fun. And I'm like, like is they like it? it. I'm or like, like putting clothes on your dog is a little bit demented. Your dog has no clue what's going on. Yeah. Doesn't want to wear clothes. Also, if you're living somewhere where your dog needs a sweater, your dog should never have been there in the first place. Exactly. They're perfect. Actually, like people who own pugs, I think are the most evil. Because, okay. like, pugs shouldn't even exist and they have so many issues. And to set out to buy one, that would be bred to have problems for the rest of their lives. To go get one, like, they're so cute. I'm like, they're miserable. They're, they can't breathe. Their backs hurt. They literally can't do, they can't run. They can't do what dogs do. And you just keep them, and they get so chubby. Because, like, you, they don't decide that. You, like, people, like, love to overfeed their pets. I'm like, this is literally abuse, dude. And, but you make it cute. I think that's the thing, like, the culture of whiteness. And to be clear, I'm talking about a culture of whiteness, not white people, but the culture of whiteness that we all grew up in that affects white people the most because they don't have to question as much is literally abusive. Like, whiteness is abuse of, like, all things. Abuse of, like, your spirituality. Abuse of, like, your freedom. Abuse of, like, your hopes, dreams, desires. Abuse of, like... Power. Your power. Like, the ability to express yourself how you want to. Like, to be white, you have to be very specific, a kind of way. Which is why white people with ADHD do feel so oppressed. Because, like, your kinds that even want you when you're a little bit different. They yeah. don't even want you, and they won't even pay your attention brunette, to God you. God forbid. God, God forbid. forbid you're brunette, and you have a, maybe a little bit of a bump on your nose. Brown eyes? My Ooh, God. basically a brown-skinned girl. Well end your life. Might as well be a brown-skinned girl. That? Is that taboo? I mean, it's obviously hyperbolic. Is that not PC? These raging ghetto, ghetto liberals. Okay, I could have Christian Walker. I do think that him. man has surpassed. He's pure comedy to me. Like, I watch him, and I had a realization that, Can't like... Can't wait for Pratt Month to be over! When I watch these videos, I realize that there are some people who genuinely will, like, see and hear what I say and think of me the same. Like, they do think I'm living in a state of pure delusion. That's the craziest part. That's the crazy. I'm like, oh, like I've some bitches people, think I'm crazy. Like, people think I am so unhinged and so like outlandish, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm right. Like I'm just not a white supremacist in my heart anymore. I'm right. Literally You're living in a state of delusions. Wake up. L- yeah, have wake an up. Or something. You, no, Honestly, don't do that. Don't. don't do that. White people that don't have ego. They have a death of like their need to be accountable for anything they've done before that point in time. I think that's what eco-death is. They shed their, like, need for accountability so that you can't bring it up because it's, like, 
I'm different. There's this woman I saw on TikTok who was like, I said those slurs because like, you know, when you're with someone that has demons, like their demons overtake you. And so like, if their demons are making me be vulgar and vile. Her. No, I actually was like, you know what? That's, I will accept that reasoning. That reasoning makes more sense to me than just like, it was a different time. Cause like, it's kind of always been a different time for you guys. Cause you guys are living in what, 1642? That's where they live. Did you ever do the math on, like, how far behind we are because of, like, white people not understanding things? Like, because they don't get, like, the importance of slavery. Like, we're definitely at least 300 years behind schedule. For sure. For sure. Like, because you don't even think we should be free. You don't understand fully why we're free yet. Which means you're living in, like, some... You're mentally... Which is generational trauma. You're, you are being passed down mentalities and structures of the brain that are going to keep you trapped until you, re- you break free of those cycles... And apologize. Being called high maintenance, I just had a thought. Well, we won't get into. It. We can get. Into we can. Get, we can. We. I mean, I have so many episodes I can do. Right. But we can talk about being high maintenance. That's a good topic, though. Let's talk about the scam that is high maintenance, because there's no such thing. I've been called high maintenance for asking for a heating pad, because I have scoliosis and back deep back problems. Yeah, and those people are low maintenance. Like if some if someone asking for something that makes no, them feel I think better is high has maintenance. To be a black woman. Anything mm. I ask for is too much. Mm. Anything I need is asking for people to bend over backwards. Mm. Right? No, literally, because for them, they're like, you're literally not supposed to ask them for anything. You should be fine. That's I'm, what I've been like, understanding. Like, you right anytime now. someone pushes back against something I say like that, I'm like, you don't think I'm real. And I move on. Yeah. I literally move on. And I also am very careful and very open about my feelings and where I stand in. Like, I'm not really going to make any more white friends, I don't think, like that. Me neither. I told like, her like, that she was very concerned. Like, intentionally. She's also in a sunken place and hasn't hit me up. I texted yeah. her. Not, like, intentionally. Not intentionally. Text me back. But I think, like, yeah. I, I do have, like, more solid boundaries. And I'm more careful about like, the kind of people I introduce into my space. This is what whiteness did to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the result of whiteness. Yeah. You can't see. We're pointing to, um. Well, we don't have to get into that. To just like a, a scar, but that's like uh, like that's neither here it, nor but there. All white people like to bring it up all the time, and then they, they love bringing up your biggest flaws. They're just they like, like they revel, you... they revel in the fact that you made a mistake once. It's like the funniest thing, and I think it's because like that's the only thing they can point to. Because like I could talk about your day to day life, that's a whole mistake. Yeah, that's a whole error. And they're like, no, you did that one thing. I'm like, yeah, that one thing one time, and I'm over it. I recovered, atoned, and it healed. You are doing the one thing over and over again every day, 24-7, three, I'm literally leveling up. Like, we're in the same place. I'm no, leveling up. No, literally. All these people are down in the cut, <laughs> swimming in mud water, and I'm literally getting that back. Like, I'm leveling up. Sorry. Yeah, no time. Sorry I'm richer than you. Sorry I'm richer you're not. Sorry I'm richer than you. Tana, 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 Tana. Also, money. like, the way... Oh, this is a white beauty opportunity, too, because this all ties into the primary... You know what? I know it's not about like primarily white institutions, but if you think about it, like America is a primarily white institution, so anything that happens here can go. Right. Um, white mediocrity, this dance track on TikTok is sending me through the stratosphere. Because mm. even Charlie D'Amelo, the most followed person on TikTok, the most famous dance TikToker, is now doing little lip sync videos with friends at a restaurant because there is not a single synapse firing to make anything up. <laughs> Not one synapse. Please. I honestly love to see it. But I can't be mad at her, honestly. It's not her fault. When she was, she was through. Literally. She was hurtled through a system that, like, I think her parents need to be put in prison. Honestly, like, they have ruined her life. 
Everyone follow me on TikTok. You're so far from the mic. Like, how is anyone going to hear anything you say? Everyone follow me on TikTok. Okay. You want to close this one out? <laughs> sure. Yeah. This one was a little all over the place, but that's just that's, what happens. This is the best kinds of episodes. This is the best kinds of episodes. It was really just, like, a privilege, honestly, to hear two black women sit and speak candidly about the state of affairs in America. Of course. For us personally. And um, I know you probably can't tell who's talking because people think that we sound the same, which we don't. We don't. We do. A little bit. Quite Not different. really. I think when we go into that tone where we're doing this. Yeah. And then we're like, mm. I think we sound very similar. Right. Because okay. we sound like white women. Who else sounds the same to me? Right. Um, but I think when we talk, there's this this trick that you can do. Go, mm-hmm. Dude, one, I two, literally three, just that. <laughs> I was literally in the one, car today. Two, three, four, one, five. two, three. That's not your voice. I don't know what it's supposed to be. One, two, three, four, five. Hi, guys. Okay, so we're gonna end the episode of this podcast here. I just have my real voice, and I'm so excited to use it and show you guys I'm more. So excited to use it and so, just be honest with you guys from here on out. Um, I was putting on a black stunt. We're both white. How do we even sound? How do you sound? There's like a, I think a timbre to black people's voices. There's like something there. I think it's soul. Mm. It's be controversial. Um, but I'm so excited. I was so honored to have my sister here, who's an amazing, amazing girl boss. She is going all the way to the top in her field, and I wouldn't want anyone else to be the stuffing to my Oreo cookie. The salt to my pepper. The paprika to my garnet. I don't the know. The red pepper flake to my gargar bangs. The sriracha to every food I ever eat, ever. Because that's the only, only spice <laughs> that I know. Mmm. Yum. Yummy, yummy. Um, anyways, do you want to share your socials? Oh my god, no. Okay. So that <laughs> <laughs> Um so we're I'm just gonna... Um actually you can follow me on TikTok at Polister12. I will link it below. Yeah, drop in that the link. Bio. Follow me on TikTok. I don't make any content like this. It's really just me singing and dancing, dancing very well. Do a little uh, sing song for them. Wow. What song were they just going? All my friends wasted. Why did I kind of hit that low key in like a different tone? No. I'm not even going to give you that one. Oh, I'm thinking about that one girl who's like, I don't do those like TikTok dances. Oh my God. (laughs) I have a special (laughs) dance. I don't even know what. I thought she was like aligning something in her body. Um, Anyways. I had so much. Thank you so much for joining me no, on my show. Thank you um, for having me. The setup is a little janky, I know, but it's okay. Don't apologize. Um, and you probably heard the fan, but I'm sorry. It's like 100 degrees inside, so it's, I'm, really it's hot. not. We're not used to this. It's really hot. <laughs> we're not oh used to so this. <laughs> so hot. Uh, how do I end this normally? Get gooped. No. Okay. Follow me on TikTok if you want. Uh, Lolel Lakunji. I'm just gonna link all my socials. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, support black creators of all kinds, even the ones you don't like, unless they're sunken. Christian Walker. Uh, actually, if you're white, support them anyways. Uh, if you are black, yeah, you know what Make to do. Make your best decision. Make your best decision. Use your trust your guess. guess. But educated guess. Honestly, it's like that's what's becoming at this point. It's an educated guess. Um, and I will see you guys all next week. Bye. Who is
do their outro like that? I don't know. Boy, was that Troye Sivan? I oh maybe. Boy, I'm thinking about like Gabby Hanna. Her, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go watch her series honestly. I don't know why I'm People so hate bored. That I hate myself. Whoa. Whoa, they're toxic, narcissistic abusers. I think you're fine. I think you're. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>